37 Disney Street, which isn't far from you, three Disney fans have watched a film which they will now review. Hello friends and welcome to 37 Disney Street. Today we're going to talk about Lightyear. To infinity! That's the wrong voice, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> we, I used to introduce myself. We used to like, do introductions and all that sort of stuff, but yeah, we, we were a quotes. bit more organised, weren't we? Not, yeah, do you know what we've deliberately like we, we've decided we're gonna we're gonna keep it loose today. I'm even gonna make the the intro music shorter. Yeah, yeah, because you know what's the point in wasting those seconds? <laughs> wow, Time it's sh- like it's, it's like short. People. It's like one of the later episodes of Friends. You're breaking the system, <laughs> Chris. I know. Yeah, I know, I am. Um, but it's been such a long time since I've hosted a podcast because you you do all the hosting these days, really, don't you? If you know what I mean. I suppose so. Well, we used to take it in turns because you would do the classics and I would yeah, do the Disneyland yeah. Paris. But now we only do Disneyland Paris. No, exactly. We don't do this one anywhere near as often as we used to. And that's, I mean, I can't promise we're going to go back to doing this every week because we just, we can't, can we? We, no. we just don't have... The, We've run out uh, of films Yeah, well. exactly. But if we do want to start doing things more frequently, we might have to start looking at alternative nights for it, might we, or something. So we, we just need to work it out. I've been saying this for months. We need to work out what's going to happen when the classic's finished. We still haven't worked it out. We still don't know. Um, we've still got some ideas. And we'll just do them when we can, I guess, mm. won't we? And and for new films, it's it's a definite. We we want to make sure we keep doing the Pixar films, keep doing the Disney films as they come out. Mm. Um, we might even start doing some of the Marvel ones and things in the future, but yeah. But I, I don't know. We want to do a show of all the Marvel films ranked at some point as well, don't we? So we yeah. do. And we new watched... ones keep coming out. Like t- like uh, two or three more have come out since we started compiling those um, lists. Yes, yeah, yeah. they have. <laughs> and we watched uh, Thor: Love and Thunder yesterday. Yesterday yeah. we watched that. Mm. I, I actually added um, Doctor Strange to my list the other day. I went in and said, and took my list and went, "No, it's better than that. No, it's better than that. No, it's better than that. It's not as good as that. It's not mm. as good as that." And then it gradually found its natural place. Yeah. In, in the order of things, which is quite cool. I keep going back to that list and going, what are you doing up there? <laughs> get down. Get down that list. It's the mood you're in. However, we're not doing Marvel today, although we are doing intergalactic superheroes. Nice. Oh, nice segue. Look at that. Oh, professional. We're not going to have... This ain't my this, first this rodeo. Is why, this is why Lucy's been hosting all time <laughs> recently, because she's far better at these kind of segues and keeping us and she, uh, in touch. And she's had a bit of wine, so she's got a confidence. Yeah, she yeah. I, I've been lubricated. <laughs> I think the last time you had one was probably on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. in the early days. Okay, so we don't have history because it's a brand new brand new film. I suppose we could have found history in that it's tied into Toy Story, but um, do we want to talk about first impressions? Or, or? There's, there's, there's kind of a backstory we could talk about <clears throat> in the... Um, yeah. I know we've discussed this a lot, but um, I was horrified at the suggestion and some uh, websites were reporting that Pixar had confirmed that this was based on the real-life person... Yeah. That yep. inspired the toy. And we yes. were all thinking, what? We thought this was a film that Andy watched or a TV show or something. And, and the toy is based on and, that. And, and if there was a real life person, it was surely Buzz Aldrin and, yeah. and yeah. the moon but landing. Th- yeah. There were well, suggestions, not helped by Chris Evans himself, who would act, who didn't quite understand what it was and he was tweeting that it was based on a real person Mm -hmm. as well well, so he wasn't helping in unison the internet cried out and said that's a terrible idea much in the same way as they did when they first saw ugly sonic yes (laughs) it it was that kind of reaction so we went to disney world uh, what is it like six weeks ago now Mm -hmm. and the Next to One Man's Dream, they have a little preview cinema and we watched the first 10 minutes of Lightyear there. And at that point, we saw it come up. I think we might have seen it on trailers it's, already. Does it say it on the start of the film as well? Yes, it did yes, say it on the start so of the film. But we it basically says, watched the start of the yeah. film. So we saw... Go on, what did it, it say? It says like in 1995, uh, Andy re- uh, received a toy based on his favourite film. This is that film. It's something like that, isn't it? That's yeah. kind of the wording of it. It's a bit weird that they mention Andy. Yes, it because is that, in the context you know, I've, I've of it. I've not just thought about that before because like, this is kind of removed from mm. that. And then they've actually mentioned Andy. Mm. The, all this stuff is just frustrating me more and more because this is <laughs> this Can is I... the entire bugbear of, of this film yes. for me. The entirety. Can I tell you my theory? I'm sure it's the same theory Tell me a theory. Got. Is it the Cloverfield theory? <laughs> My theory is that they were doing it as if he was a person and it wasn't an action movie and they were doing it like that and then they responded to the ugly Sonic-esque 
outcry. And they just did it with a line and, at the start just, of the film. They just changed the minds. I, th- I honestly uh, think yeah, it's I that think simple. You're right. And I think if we go into Bugbears with this film, I see kind of the, the lingering stench of that original decision, personally. We don't know that's I, true, though, so, do we? No, we don't, but that's my theory. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing for me is spit it out Chris I, I don't even know if I can <laughs> so the, so when we talk about the, these films we talk about the story we talk about the animation we talk about the music in that mm. order yes, yes in that order, order. I, I was in the same order. I was like is that right <laughs> that yes. Yes. yeah that is right <laughs> and, and we um, and we usually get the kids as well which we're not going to do today um, yeah. but they, they, we will give their scores they had nothing to say <laughs> no they didn't but the thing for me is on the whole I, you know showing my cards very early on the whole very well put together film, and and I enjoyed it. Mm. But this whole thing, this whole situation, makes it more problematic to me than yes. anything else. So when do I talk about that? Yeah. When within the structure of what we have as 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 a show, do I talk about the problems that I have with this film? Is it now because we've just brought it up, or I do th- I wait till we talk about the story? Well, I think we'll when we talk about the story because I too have problems, and it will probably come up in the story. And there's one more little backstory controversy I want to bring up. Cool. And that is controversy. The, ab- the absence. I spend way too much of my life on social media, <laughs> but the absence of Tim Allen caused quite a, a variety, a variety of responses. I understand why they didn't like. You know, if they can get Chris Evans, who's current, mm. and they can just explain that way by saying, "Yeah, but this is this, th- is, this is like the action film." You know, he's just like a, a voice of a like a like a toy version of it. I kind of get that. I mean, I love Chris Evans, I've, I've, but I've did articles. his voice bring that much to the role? Mm. Not really, but I, I think it's just the name. Like people love him. I love him. I love him. He's great. Yeah, but like I've seen articles saying Tom Hanks is also surprised that they didn't use it. I'm like, is he? Is that is that actually is that true? Tom Hanks is a but very just very <laughs> professional. Got a sound man. Him going, I'm surprised. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I'm um, surprised. But there was there was talk of it being. Uh, because he was right wing and you know, the I'm not going into this, but you know the whole work Disney thing that's going mm-hmm. on at the moment. So there was a lot of outcry at that. And then he, he didn't help himself with a rather, let's just say crass joke. I, I don't truly believe that oh, he was what being... what was that joke? It was about overhearing someone saying oh, they were yeah, pansexual yeah, yeah. because yeah and yeah. that kind of thing mm. um and i i just think he's a man of a certain age a who, joke, who didn't it? quite get that that wasn't mm-hmm. okay mm. <laughs> i don't think it was in itself a hateful thing i just think he's it was just crass and cheap and he shouldn't have bothered but it was badly timed because it was literally the release week so everyone was talking about the fact that he wasn't in the film and the, just everything. There was just a massive Tim Allen but, casserole going on. So take that away. The, mm. the cho- if the choice not to have him in the film was because of his political views and, and that side of things, that side of things, then he wouldn't have been in Toy Story 4 either because... It, mm. Because he's still he was still the same person then. Yeah, he's, he's well, yeah. not changed so much. Over I the think it's no, just. But has the world changed? I mean, how long ago well, was that? Five years? years. Toy Story Four. Two years. Toy ago. Story Four. We we podcasted it after we went to watch it. It's, it's two to three years ago. It must yeah, about be three three, three, three years, ago. years ago. I honestly think the world has changed that much in three years. I I think a lot of him and who who he was at that point in time uh, would. Was would solidified. Yeah. I think okay. So. Fair enough. I think so. But, but also, like an action film. I don't see how old is he? Sixty-five year old mm-hmm. Tim Allen doing the voice of that like mm. young spunky spaceman. Really, no, maybe it makes sense to get someone like Chris Evans. But they did uh, an animated Batman '66 film um, a few years back before um, what's his name died. West. He's sixty. Sorry, sixty-nine. Tommy Steele played Glenn. Adam West. Glenn. Adam West died, and Adam West voiced Batman. And sounded very old in it, but he still mm. voiced Batman. Tommy so Steele played Glenn, Glenn Miller on stage. Glenn yeah. Miller died at 39. Tommy Steele was 77. What the heck's that about? It's, it's the willing suspension of disbelief. It's fine. Mm. And they're um, using AI to do <clears throat> Darth Vader's voice these days. Yeah. To make him sound younger. Yeah. Because otherwise he's like, Tell your sister you were <laughs> right. <laughs> Should we talk about the story? Yes. <laughs> it's time to discuss how the story goes. I know it can't be worse than Oliver and Cole. 
miss these jingles. I was just going to say the same thing. I'm dancing, uh, not for the camera, just for us. That's good. Well, we don't yeah, yeah. We, we're well, recording this on we, a video, but we're not putting it out as a video. Yeah. Um, so we can see ourselves, but yeah. um, I was dancing just for you two. Uh, and it is massively appreciated. <laughs> so, story then. The first thing I'd like to say is this, and this will tie into my big problem with this film. This does not need to be anything whatsoever to do with Toy Story at all no. as a film. No. You take Buzz Lightyear out of it and make a different character, and you get rid of... Um, the space, what they call them, space rangers, and you call them something else, and it isn't anything to do with Toy Story, and it would be a far better standalone film for that. Yep, agreed. And all the complications and things that happen with this for me, I'm getting this right out now. You see, straight mm-hmm. away it's in there. If I'll get this said, we can move on then. Look at him, he's foaming at the mouth. I was reading last night about about Cloverfield, the film Cloverfield and the fact that they're planning a sequel to it but won't that won't be found footage. But there's also been Cloverfield Lane yeah. and another Cloverfield film set in space. And at one point Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen the third one. Ah. Well at, at one spot at one point they were planning on within this world tying in the quiet place hmm. oh, into yeah, Cloverfield okay. as being part of the Cloverfield universe. I can okay. see just that, because yeah. they could. It's this it's this kind of thing of why don't we just we'll bring all these things together just for the sake of it and pretend that that's that's where they sit, which is what this this was the film that Andy loved as a kid thing does for me. That that's entirely mm. what it does. Now I have problems with the animation as a result of it being a film that was either eighties or nineties, and this is a HD. Um, thing, yeah, that's that's maybe something to talk yeah, about so, in animation. But yeah, okay, I. I if this is going to be a film from the 80s, or late 80s, early 90s, it would be, wouldn't it? For, mm. for Andy being the age that he is, most likely. Unless uh, it's an old, old 70s film. Well, no, isn't it like... <clears throat> no, because it's like the hot new... T- wow, so Toy Story came out... What, yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, 94. Yes, it's a hot new... So it's like the hot new toy. So it's about... So this should be like... The film... This film should be a 1994 blockbuster film. Yeah. So, so basically it's... Um, it looks a lot... It's that... Newer than that. <laughs> what's, what's that film with Denise Richards in it? And... Um, Spe- oh, what's it called? Uh, Troopers, Starship Troopers. Starship it's Troopers. basically Starship Troopers, isn't it? Yeah, but but at a PG or Universal PG rating is is what it is. Mm. But that also, period in time, regardless of period of history, they made no attempt to reference or parody um, uh, action films at all. The dialogue wasn't action filmy, like because we just watched the first ten minutes um, a month before we watched the film, so you know that whole look at his eyes, look at his eyes. No, he's going to give me the sad puppy eyes. Mm-hmm. That works as a, this is a story of a real man, but that is not. It's in keeping with the Pixar film, but it's not the kind of dialogue you found in action films. No, th- and it just didn't feel like an action. Do you know film. the only way to truly make this film? Would to be, and this would have been great if Pixar randomly made a live action film and made it look like it was made in yes, 1994. Yes. It would have been brilliant. It but would. They could, they could and they could have that. had Chris Evans as playing that part. It would yeah. have been amazing. But they at couldn't it. do that because because this whole tie-in of this film, it, it just it's it's just not been thought out well. But then, at all. are we supposed to just think? That's what we're watching, and well, even though we're watching a CG cartoon, are we supposed to think, okay? But Andy, if Andy's real life, he's a CG character, isn't he? So therefore, the film he's watching is a CG character. Yeah. So then that does make yeah, sense. Yeah, but it just as it did the con like I said, like you said, Chris. In a minute, I I'm think going, I to get this complicated. Imagine this though. In a minute, I'm going to suggest that we get rid of this conversation and judge it as a film that doesn't have Buzz Lightyear I'm in it, and it'll be that. a different thing. But the concept of having Buzz Lightyear in it doesn't work. Which is funny because because Hughes talked before about the Buzz Lightyear problem in yes. the Toy Story films yes. as well. Yes, in that he's not interesting unless they do something with him. Uh, so in the first one, he doesn't realise it's a toy. In the second one, um. He's, he knows he's a toy, but he's surrounded by ones that don't realise the toys. And the third one, the, they run out of ideas and they put him in Spanish mode. In the fourth one... We don't acknowledge the fourth one. They didn't know how they to handle that character and they did nothing with him. Mm. They had his inner voice, didn't they? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so stupid. But, right, so so just imagine this, right? Imagine yeah. this. It isn't Buzz Lightyear. Yes. It isn't Star Command. Yes. It's a, a Starship Troopers-y type Pixar film that's been brought out for now. Yeah. And... And so, but but before before we 
before judge we do it on that, that so, no, before we judge it on that, right? Just imagine that that's what happened. They still keep all the Toy Story tie-ins of little of, of like the in jokes and all those kind of little nods and all that stuff. They keep all those little bits in there. What then happens to Pixar fans is exactly what's happened with every other Pixar film that's ever been made, which is that they start to look at everything that's there and say, oh, do you know what? This could have been the film that Andy watched. And that would have been great because that could have just been there in mm. in folklore as something that people thought. They love conspiracies. Pe- yeah. People love these ideas because Pixar always bringing characters from the next film into the film before it, um, bringing characters from other films in. And there, there's this whole universe. You go and read about it. There's so yeah. much said. Oh, about there's Pixar Super Carlin Brothers so, talk about it. So why didn't they just leave that to the fans to do themselves and yeah. tie in rather than spelling it out mm. in a way that doesn't work. Or even just have one of the screenwriters kind of leak saying what what we were thinking of when we wrote it was. People would love that. Yeah, go anything crazy like that. Just before we judge it on its own merits then, I just want to say two more things. First of all, the Buzz Lightyear in this film does not stand for the same um, jock hero things that Buzz Lightyear, no. the toy does. It, to a point where it's almost pointed that he grows beyond it, which I can understand for the, judging the film on its own merits, but again, just takes away from the character. Number two, changed the Zerg backstory, which fundamentally ruins the backstory in Toy Story 2. Does it? Yes. Because uh, in Toy Story 2, he says, I'm your father. He's just a toy he is a toy, yeah. It's it's kind of he's not the Zerg in this film, is he? I mean, you know, I'm I'm doing that thing where this is what they do mm. in no, Star Wars, where where they go, oh, this line clarifies this. It's like no, it doesn't, because at the time they didn't mean that. Um, I think, I mean, I think basically they had to change it because they couldn't just have him be his father, could they? Because um, oh, spoilers, uh, <laughs> because uh, we'd go, yeah, we know he Too is. Too obvious. <laughs> we know he is, and I liked the, this new twist. I, yeah. I because I didn't know. I thought, right, there's going to be a twist. Well, it can't be his father because that's too obvious. And I was racking my brains watching it, thinking, and I thought, right, and uh, I thought it was Hawthorne's dad. Uh, because they mention him. I, I, I can't remember the details now because it's a few weeks ago. But they mention him or something. But then you don't hear mm. about him again. And. Hawthorne's there and I thought right so he's going to be someone's dad but it's not going to be Buzz's dad it's going to be, it must be Hawthorne's dad and he was almost set up like that um, so I was actually surprised when it was uh, just Buzz as himself it's just an old Buzz yeah that was the twist and I liked it I, I quite like that because, because, because well. I hadn't worked it out even though people go oh it's so obvious I hadn't worked it I hadn't worked it again, out again judging the film on its own merits I liked it but it just is further proof that it just doesn't link I, to the Toy Story universe. Oh, that was it. Because, um, uh, so Hawthorne, it's Hawthorne's grandma, isn't it, that she's talking about? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So so, so her dad, we, we see him very briefly in a flashback. and then he just No, did... we don't. That's the son. Because she's in a same-sex partnership, isn't she? Mm-hmm. And when you see the three of them together, that's her it's son. It's and the son, yeah. Whose son? Uh, Hawthorne's, Hawthorne's son. son. And then the daughter yeah. is the son's daughter. daughter yeah. Oh, yeah, I know it's the son, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about the youngest Hawthorne. <laughs> Are we all confused? In the, yeah. In, in the future. Yeah. In the, where, the when future Hawthorne. I thought it was her. Right. I thought it was her dad because we see him really briefly. So the son of the original yeah. Hawthorne. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was complicated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the granddaughters... With, I never with, thought with that. Buzz, isn't no, she? I didn't. I never thought it and I never questioned it because well, I always just assumed it was going to be Buzz's father. And well, not this is when me and Lucy fell out because uh, uh, I was like, I I said it was a red herring because, and uh, and Lucy was like, well, I didn't think that at all. And yeah. I said, well, yeah, but... And she went, yeah, but it wasn't him, was it? And I went, yeah, but it was set up that way. And she's no, no, I didn't, I didn't and, think it was set up that way. And then at some point I went, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I got really defensive because... <laughs> Because I'd reached this conclusion, I thought, ah, we've glimpsed him, we don't see him again. It must be—he's got to be someone's dad. It's going to be Hawthorne's dad, and uh, uh, it wasn't set up. It wasn't presented like it was like you know. But but I'd kind of thought the pieces were there, mm. and I'd just pieced the wrong pieces together. That's all. And as I said to Lucy, I'm not stupid. Uh, it, I was wrong. 
but I I've been kind of I think theory. Someone else listening must have been watching and have thought, I bet it's her dad. <laughs> someone somewhere. Speaking of, of her, and I hate to go back to things, but how progressive is this film for a 1994 film? And how oh, come yes. that how come that influence never <laughs> never yeah. hit anybody at all We're, until like yeah, four years we ago? We almost have to kind of let it's, that let this go, it's don't we? Because it's like representation for a 2022 film, and, 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 but not for a 1992. And not pointed, film. not it's just simplistic and natural, and it's brilliant. It's yes. one of the things about the film that is absolutely brilliant. It for is, me. And, it, and beautifully done, and and realistically and and yeah, tenderly done. Absolutely, yeah, mm. yeah, completely agree. But not 1994. Horror. No, I, just wanna, I just want to say because we're pulling this to shreds. I really enjoyed. So yeah. did I. Okay. So did I. So I just wish it was standalone on its own. Let's but, take away a lot of these problems that we're yeah. having with it. I, I didn't have. I'm, I'm listening. And I'm enjoying the conversation now. Um, but I didn't really have much of these uh, problems with it. I just enjoyed it as, as uh, for it was. What did confuse me was we've watched Interstellar and The Martian and probably another couple of space films that have come out recently, and this feels like Interstellar. Yeah, and the Martian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you know, it's dealing with time travel and someone who's stranded inside and the, the Martian. Yeah. And uh, over time, I'm going to get this mixed up with those. Even I understand the... that, but what what sets it apart and what I think is, is so fantastic is it CG? Is, <laughs> is that it, instead of it's been people? I know that Buzz Lightyear is psychologically alone and he's alone because of the time travel aspect, but they're not alone and they've built a full community, a functioning community and town. And so it's a very different story from that point of view. Now, what sets Buzz apart is he's lonely for different reasons and it's to do with the time travel thing. So I suppose that's similar to Interstellar. He would have known this, right? He he does his first run and he comes back and and like, is it four years? Yeah, I think so. Have passed and they're like, oh, when did you grow that moustache or beard? And he says, you've been gone for four years. He would have known this. Yeah. Wouldn't he? He would have been aware of the principles of time travel. So I didn't buy that. But, but then for us as an audience, that was, you know, our surprise. So I, I understand why they've done that. But he just, um, yeah, he he wanted to be brave and give it one more try, one more try, didn't he? Hmm. Also, I just want to clear something up that I do, I, from reading things online, I don't think everyone understood that they did say the faster you go, the further ahead in time you go. So every time we got a little bit closer to success with the crystal, it wasn't four years every time. The first one was four years, and then I think the second one was meant to be like seven years, and the next one was 12 years. That's why the last one was, I think, 22 years. Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. people were like saying, that makes no sense. It I, did. They, they, made, they made that make sense. I, I, I thought it was fine. I, I didn't mind that as a... I didn't think there was any holes particularly in that as a, as a plot. I thought it worked mm-hmm. really well. I loved the uh, the Bad Batch type um, pulling together of his little motley crew. I, I thought yeah. I thought they were a great little. We gang. love it when they get a little crazy gang together. Yeah. yeah, like that's what that's what the people want. It's got those Armageddon feels about it as well. Mm. Group of people not doing what they're supposed to be doing. That, Ragtag not doing what bunch of misfits. Very um, good mix of characters as well. Quite nobody overly caricatured, but at the same time, some quite. Big personality. And, it, yeah. and it's funny. I like it when um, Buzz, he's always that really sort of straight-laced, simple, like the way he describes people, he says, good job, el- elderly convict. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to that to old lady. It's, and um, boots. It's, it was funny. Fan Socks. favorite. Socks. <laughs> Socks. I've spent a lot of time writing the word boots this week for reasons I won't go into. Socks. <laughs> that sounds like an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. I wrote a musical called Boots. It's, ah, a, it's a long thing. All right. Um, yeah, socks. Uh, everybody loved him. Mm-hmm. It, do you know what though? That's kind of an easy win, it is. isn't it? It's like, of course, you're going to love the sort of the funny robot cat. It's almost like it's obvious, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, you've put a cat in it, and he's uh, mm. basically Baymax, but he's a cat. Brilliant. I, I like. <laughs> it was though, funny though. I, I like that he he was funny, but as a, as a sidekick, he had far more purpose than a lot of of mm. these kind of psychics have and a very much a, a feel of like a mental health and wellness sort of feel mm. in this film that you don't tend to get uh, in these kind of films as well. So I'll, I quite I'll, like that. I'll discuss something about socks uh, later in The Cry Factor. Um, I liked also um, the little twist of Zerg, the name Zerg, 
uh, comes from those robots mis- mispronouncing buzz. <laughs> yeah. And you think, what? The, on paper, that doesn't make sense. But they say buzzerg, buzzerg, and that becomes zerg. And that's how zerg is called zerg yeah. in this version, you know. Um, I, 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 I didn't mind that. No. I was like, okay, I can, I can kind of get on board with that. Mm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not applying this to Toy Story, and I'm not going to watch Toy Story now. And any of this, I'm going to go. Oh, that's why it's called Zerg because of that that film. This is separate to that for me. It, 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 that, that, this is not Toy Story canon. This lifts out as a standalone film. And the same with Star Wars. I, I don't watch. I'm not going to watch a new, uh, a new Hope and go. Ah, oh, because in the Mandalorian, this happened. Mm. No, no, separate. Can I say, it, um, just to go back to the beginning of the film, it was generally, uh, genuinely quite shocking um, the first time you see it that Buzz fails to make that launch. You know, mm. the way it's all set up. I mean, they, they meant that deliberately, didn't they? The way it was all sent up and, and the way they got back into the ship and then he said, you know, I don't, I don't do autopilots and do you need any help? No, and he did the thing and then... They actually crashed, and it was actually bad. It's so unexpected for that character. But very in keeping with that that period of time, bearing in mind, I watched Top Gun yesterday, oh, and, yeah. and I know that's 80s, but, uh, you know, he, he doesn't need a wingman, and then in the end, he does need a wingman. Mm. You know, it, it's it's one of those, it, it's a nice little uh, late 80s, early 90s trope that... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it is very on the nose, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, he doesn't need any help. He doesn't need any help. Oh, he does. He needs all the help of his friends. And also, he needs to get off the planet. He needs to get off the planet. No, because that is where his home actually is. It's all this stuff, isn't it? I, I know. It's all. But you know what? In the moment, I was, I'm, I'm on board with it. I'm, I'm criticizing that. I'm making fun of it now, but I'm, I loved it in the film. I enjoyed it. The whole ride. Speaking of the planet, don't you love that? If, if, if you didn't know Toy Story and you were watching this film and you didn't know Zerg was going to appear at some point, you might think that those tentacles are going to be your main protagonists. Mm. And uh, there's something quite funny about how they're re- it's a really threatening thing to start off with right at the beginning of the film. And then they're just a bit of, a, of a, an amusing hindrance by about 20 minutes in because mm. they just keep appearing and grabbing yeah. people off and they just chop them off and go, yeah, go away. Yeah, I think it was a very well-structured story. Again, it, any nitpick I have just keeps coming back to the light year connection. Mm-hmm. I thought the way that it would, it would build up a problem and then a solution and then a problem and then a relationship <clears throat> and then a separation and... If you really look at the links he made and the links he lost and when he made them, I just thought it was it flowed very very nicely, and it kept you very invested in that character, and what they did next and and the success of the whole group all the way through, without ever, and you, you might disagree with me. I don't think it was ever overly predictable. No, I think I think there was a lot, and that's very difficult for a film of this kind. I think there was always a a moment and and also because the brokers trust quite early on with him not making that launch you always felt like this could go wrong this might not work whereas in other films you kind of know there's a bit of a mary sue element i think you always knew though from the start that the conclusion was going to be no we'll stay here because this is our home now oh yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so that was predictable Mm. yeah and as soon as those people, as, as their their friends got together, you knew there would be space rangers at the end as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. There was no doubt about it. But, you know, that. That they start building the city very early on and you think, oh, they've done quite a lot here. Yeah. This looks like a home and everyone seems happy, you know. <laughs> yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's it just all about him finding that out because everyone else knew it, didn't they? What yeah. what happened at the end? How did, how did they defeat Zerg? The reason I ask you is because I fell asleep. Oh, how did they defeat Zerg? There was a bit when they there's a, there was a <laughs> there was a bit when someone was going to like not teleport but like float across somewhere. Yeah. Right. That's so she was just about to go and that's when that's literally when my eyes shut. Do you mean when they're sort of hurtling back towards the planet and they all have to sort of team together and Well, they because she was scared of space and it was like just push yeah, me in that right, direction yeah. and you will just go in that direction yeah. and the door's there and then um, I think someone actually grabbed the steering wheel right <laughs> to tip the ship so she missed it but she right, she, okay. she grabbed the underneath that. and she got in in the that, end that's what I missed thank you thank you but I'll be honest it's 
Is it I was just four weeks since we watched it because we yeah, haven't been yeah. able to record this episode and I can't remember how they defeated Zerg. Is that I, bad? I can't remember. I remember everything else, I think. But not oh, specifically how they defeated him. I remember. They defeated him with love. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. With love. Of course. Yeah. Do you want to I, score it? I did that yeah. in my ga- last game of pool. I'm going to give it I'm going to kick off. I'm going to s- s- steam in here. I'm going to give it an eight because I, I really enjoyed the ride. Um, but that's it. I enjoyed the ride. I thought it was funny. Um, and the twists did surprise me. There was some predictable a- aspects to it. So eight. I, like I say, it's been a while since we recorded this. And until this moment, I've forgotten I had to score it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, I don't think I will watch this again for a very long time. I will. There wasn't much about it that, like, appealed to me, like something I want to watch over and over again. However, I do think it was a very well-crafted film, so I'm struggling. I think I'll give it an eight as well. Mm. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this film, and if they took away any references or attempts to try and explain what it is, Mm. I would be a lot happier about it. Mm. I'm going to take one point off for that. Um, when I was as I was watching it the whole way through, I just kept thinking, I reckon he will have really enjoyed this. I, I just think he's going to have, have really got a lot out of it. There weren't any Star Wars references in there, which I found a bit strange. But <laughs> yeah, I guess that's because they did all that in Toy Story too, and mm. so they maybe didn't feel the need to reference it quite as heavy. Um, not that that's really relevant to my score. So I'm going to give it. What am I going to give it, Hugh? Let's see how you are. Seven. Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. I know, I've already written 23. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> That's how confident I am. Right. Animation, man. Get the animation, Hugh. The characterization, Hugh. And don't forget the background and the style. Yeah, man. I've got very little to say about this because I've got no notes written down. Um, okay, I'm going, to say, I'm going to start by saying... It should have been, the whole thing should have been done in a style that felt like it was an old VHS. Yes. Um, with with breaks in it and everything. I, it it yeah. would have just brought it to life for me as what it was supposed to be. However, as I've just said in the story, if they hadn't positioned it like that, it wouldn't have needed it at all. Mm. You know, Pixar, uh, I mean, the, there's nothing better is there, than, than the animation you're getting in Pixar and, and Disney animated classics at the moment. They, they, they are just absolutely stunning to look at. And they got it, for the most part, really, really good for for what it is. I, I just, it's just that for me. They could have stylized it a little bit nicer. I think mm. we expect the highest of quality animation, and that's exactly what we got, including things like lighting, water, uh, particle simulations. You know, all those things that CG animators have to do. However, I found um, the film as a whole bleak. And I know that they were going for bleak in certain aspects, but there's ways of doing bleak that's quite inspiring. And there's ways of doing space that is quite, you know, um, awe-stricken. Awe-stricken? I don't Striking. Know. Or Awe-striking. Inspiring. Or inspiring Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> good. Really um, good. <laughs> but I... Yeah. Bell all you like. More acceptable. One. But I... I don't feel... I mean, we've already mentioned The Martian and Interstellar. I can... I'm sure there's another one as well. There's yeah, a third there's a one few... in there. Oh, what was um, Sandra Bullock in, where she was drifting through space? Gravity. Gravity. Gravity, yeah. I can close... For all three of those films, I can close my eyes now and picture a shot out of it that was like, oh, in this, I, I think maybe they missed an opportunity to really... George Clooney would have been a better buzz than Chris Evans. Ooh. What? I mean, he's, he's a... <laughs> Bit bear man now, isn't he? What's that mean? He's a bit grizzly. Oh, you don't have to meant, see him. I thought he meant naked. You don't have to see him. Oh, it's an animated he, film. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it, but I just I think it was competent, but it didn't do anything above and beyond what it was required to do. That's the thing. I always reserve a point for innovation, and it can be absolutely perfect and flawless. But do I think back? to oh do you remember that effect or that lighting i'm mm. not remembering anything specifically about anything that went that I said i've not no, i've not seen that before and we've just had a disney plus a straight to disney plus 
Pixar <laughs> film in, in Turning Red, which did do some different things as well. You know, the, mm. So we, we know they can try things and, and they can do some interesting stylizing and, yeah. and everything. And it doesn't, it feels like they've just, well, it, it's a, it's a moneymaker, isn't it? It's, it's not, it's nothing more than that really. And, and so they, they've pulled out the stops as, as they do with, with any of these films, but they've not done anything. Oh, I will say though, like. uh, someone at work made the cards for this and she fancied Buzz Lightyear with hair. Interesting. She, she was like, hello, boom, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> okay, there's there's an awful lot of female hormones kicking around your office, though, isn't there? You know, when with, I walk nowhere, in, there is with nowhere to go. It's is like, that because you hold them all? When I walk in, it's like, oh yeah. Right. Are we done? Score. I think that's it. I think that's animation. Yeah. Can. I give it. Can I take something this world class and give it a six? Oh, gosh. I think I can. <laughs> Bold move. I know. Well, yeah, you can. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, that's it. I've uh, given my reasons. It, it's it's accomplished. It's it's very good. I wish that it did something a bit more interesting. I'm going to give it an eight. I know. Um, <laughs> I didn't write it down, but I thought it's going to give it. An I'm good at this. Oh, maybe I'm lying. I'm going to give it a nine because it's flawless. I can't. I, there's nothing. There's nothing to subtract from my experience other than. Did you just say subtract? Subtract. We've, we've all been drinking. <laughs> the final point is innovation and surprise and something I haven't seen before, and I can't remember that. So it's a nine. Hmm. Music. There was music. Yeah, I uh, my notes I showed you before the show, it says music, fine. <laughs> I don't the, remember the music. There were at this some point. moments where they brought in a little Buzz Lightyear theme or a little knowing there was a few knowing pieces of music in there, into the orchestration. But then it was... Who did the music? Because I usually do history and I didn't do any this time. Don't know. Don't know. Don't care. Um, I, it, was, it was an orchestrated film score, wasn't it? Michael <laughs> Giacchino. Oh, Giacchino. He has done quite a bit. You said that as if he wasn't very famous. Did I? Yeah. Is, is he the... Um... <laughs> Let's Google him. Uh, he's not the guy from uh, Mandalorian, is he? He might be. I do know the name. No, no, it's not. No, no, he's called, uh, like... No, no, he's, he's got, like, a uh, Scandinavian name, hasn't he? Uh, let's see. What What's he known for? American positive te- film, television, games. Uh, mm. Oh, he's known for Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, that's... Ratatouille. Oh, the Batman. Lightyear. War of the Planet of the Apes. Tomorrowland. Oh, Ratatouille. Yeah, there's some really. That's up. That is up, though, yeah. <laughs> oh, Ratatouille. I'm glad got... you belled that because I was just thinking <laughs> that. The, the... But he did do up. But yeah, he did. A... <laughs> what, and Ratatouille's got a of? really memorable theme as well because it's How on does the that go, That's what I'm trying to think of. But these. Come on, are... we can do it. We can do it. These are not bland. No, we can't because I've got the up one in my head now. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find um... it while you guys talk. No, I'm just going to think of what, what it is. So The thing is, all these things that you're mentioning now are more memorable than any of the music in this film, and that is the point when it comes to music, as far as I'm concerned. I thought it was all fine. It was okay. They've marketed it with um, Starman quite heavily, haven't they? Yes, oh, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a, um, a John Lewis Christmas ad version of Star, Starman. There's a Starman... I'll skip ahead. You need to skip ahead further than that. It's a bit depressing, isn't it? Stop that. That's it. It's... That's it. Right, okay. Crack on. Anyway, I've got nothing to say about the music. What's that? That's a low, a low. 
Showing our age there a little bit. <laughs> right. Uh, right. I've got nothing to say. Do we score it then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to up that score at one point. I'm going to say... No, I'm going to go second because I've been first and last. Chris. Um, well, okay. Hugh, what score am I giving the, the music? Six. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a seven. <laughs> I always give everything one more than I do. Do I? <laughs> I'm giving it a seven. I think there were. I think there was a bit more humour in it than you think, but there was nothing original. I don't think. Interestingly, I wrote down seven and was going to give it a seven, but Hugh said six, and I just just said yes. I wondered that. <laughs> I decided actually no. It's Is worth that a six. scientifically <laughs> fair? No, I, I wanted to give it a six. Okay, okay right. I, I just felt like oh, I was being so a bit cool, but Lucas gave it how many? Four. Lucas gave it a four. So we have. Well, I have and a. Sc- I, I have a score. She gave it three. Oh. Uh, I have a final score. But what we do is we look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes, don't we? Oh, <laughs> Lucy just uh, does a panic. Do you want uh, to do Cry Factor? I've never seen her yeah. grab a phone that quickly. Do you want to do Cry Factor? We could do Cry Factor. Let's do Cry Factor. She's absolutely beautiful. She really loves it. I don't know why they just can't be together. <laughs> Hugh's cry factor. Uh, Lucy, I think you and Bonnie uh, were talking to each other at the exact the moment. Now, you, you, you're going to tell me you do remember this, but I'm not sure. You know, there, there were two versions of socks. There was an older socks and the current socks. Yes. Did you see um, Zerg stepping on old socks? No. You don't think you did? No. And that was sad. Oh. And I looked over and you two were both chatting away. <laughs> Not watching. It's like when you missed uh, Dumbo, the best bit in Dumbo, when he was nodding to the dancing elephants. Oh, that was brilliant. She needed a wee. I know, but that's different. But you two this time were just talking. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I thought I must remember to tell them that. That was sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written here getting older and dying getting older and dying it must Hot, mean Hawthorne Hawthorne yeah that, that whole that bit was, was, ah, that was tough yes it was, that yeah. made me cry that was, that was yeah. up up level uh, yeah. I genuinely thought yeah. I would get through this film and not cry and oh, then I that happened I can't believe we didn't talk like, about oh, that in no, the story that's, that's, that, got me up, that got me up to a four yeah. but oh I've just remembered what got me up to a five <laughs> an ugly crying five is there's a moment where Buzz, Buzz's wings pop out of his spacesuit for the first time. Mm. And it's, this is the reason I like Monsters University, is when that door goes, Wham! and you didn't realise that was an iconic sound until you hear it in that context, and there's a close-up of it, and you go, oh, the door, I didn't know that that, that sound had such an effect on me until now. Um, <laughs> and it was beautiful. when Buzz's wings come out, and I'm sure there's like a, a lens flare going on, and you're like, oh, his wings. We haven't seen his wings in this film. Those are buzzers like, and this is like a, uh, this is tying it into Toy Story, you know, and you mm-hmm. go, oh, the wings pop out and his wings come out. Five. I even got choked up in the end credits when instead of saying production babies, it said future space rangers. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, it got me, got me up to a five, five out of five teardrops, which sounds like this. Oh, they well were on the money. <laughs> that Nailed might be your best ever. Uh, they were so consistent. Beautiful. Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> now, there's something going on on IMDb. Okay. IMDb typically um, what evens off at about 7.2, 7.3, doesn't it? This has been given an audience score of 5.3. It's early days, though, isn't it? But I think when that happens, people coalesce around an opinion and throw the score off like this has happened before and people mm-hmm. have kind of mobilized each other on social media and said you've all got to go on and review this and give it a zero and it might be tim allen fans stuff like that can happen both tim of them it well, might just be a lot of people who aren't happy about the fact that pixar are trying to tie it into toy story in such a strange way it might be people going against i hate this but i'm gonna say it woke disney because there are certain people and they, and they do these things. They mobilise each mm-hmm. other to do this. Because I, whatever your opinions are, I don't think it's worth 5.3. I think it's far better than that. Anyway, mm. 
There has been a backlash against Disney recently. But Mm -hmm. also, um, I think people are seeing this. I just... I can see why this might not be capturing people's imaginations because, mm. like, it's, it's a space film. I love space. I love this kind of this kind of story. Uh, but I can Im- I can kind of imagine why people aren't going, like, mm. well, you know, having a connection with it because it's it's cold. It's, it's Rotten- the, co- the coldness in the in the vacuum of space, and I think people are feeling that. Rotten Tomatoes is kinder. It goes seventy five percent from the critics and eighty five percent from the audience. That's quite a high audience score, which is the complete polar opposite. Yeah. Now, genuine, generally, you'd get people agreeing between IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So that's strange. The first review I'm looking at on Rotten Tomatoes though says, even if it doesn't quite measure up to Toy Story, Lightyear offers an entertaining, etc. etc. So the first thing they've said is even if it doesn't measure up to Toy Story, I think that's a problem because I do not think you can compare this film to Toy Story in any way whatsoever. 69 one-star ratings on IMDb. Right. That's why it's got a 5.3. 69 compared to a handful in, in all the other... Have you skim read any? I'll just say very, very poor, um, disappointing, boring... This, this is why people don't go to the cinema anymore. This is... <laughs> wow. You, um, the magic's gone. Hugh always says you should never trust a one-star review because it's just... It's, it's, an, it's an, an anecdotal rant. It's a knee-jerk reaction, isn't do you, it? Do you not feel that maybe the backlash is down to the fact that it feels like it's just a marketing ploy to sell more buzz? Yes. And, uh, and not only that, we've already seen in in, in the parks, they've already got a real-life buzz now. Oh, man. That do you want to see that? That won't last... Uh, yeah. How how does that fit? How does it fit when you've got I'm um, and I know at Walt Disney World you don't have Avengers Campus, but when you've got when you've got Avengers around the place, how does it fit to have this character that doesn't fit with anything else at all anywhere? Mm. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. He whatsoever. does this this doesn't slot into the parks anyway, does it? No. 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 Not no. even slightly. I think this will kind of get swept to the side eventually. Unless yeah. they decided to get rid of like unless they decided to retheme Star Tours now that they've got Galaxy's Edge mm. and they've got another ride that's very similar to Star Tours there, mm. and they decide to go down the Buzz Lightyear route with <laughs> with Star Tours and turn yeah. that into hey yeah, um, Star Command. Oh, that'd be great. Would this film have been better if it was just Buzz as we know him, Tim Allen, Space Adventure, bit funnier, a bit more, bit more cartoony, and they hadn't gone down this earnest. You know, high definition yeah, I, route. I was expecting they could a have parody. Just done because uh-huh. one of the best things about Toy Story Two is the intro. Yeah, it's thrilling. It is. It's if great. they'd just done that with with that buzz, and I loved this film. Don't get me wrong. I think it would have been even better. I think I think it would have been a smash hit. I just you know you're what? still going to have they dropped the ball there. Not just doing a buzz film. Well, they're still going to have the buzz problem, aren't they? If you yeah. take that same character and and lead a film with him. You're gonna struggle. You're gonna need a a, mm. um, a sidekick, the level of Woody that isn't Woody, and that in itself would be a problem mm. to sell. They could have done that. They could have got anyone. Oh, they could. Yeah, any old alien. Yeah, they could. I'm just not sure they would have managed mm. it. I think I'd, we don't. Hugh's gonna tell us what our totted up score was in a second. In fact, go on, tell us what it is now. Seventy three. Seventy three. What's that? Which... Where does that sit in the scheme of things? Then? <laughs> oh God! <It's... laughs> Do you remember how bad this page was? It's like look at look at the state of this page. It's respectable. Seventy three. Song of the South. <laughs> um, but on reflection, as much as I enjoyed it and I thought it was a very good film, the bottom line is I don't think they should have made it. And that, that takes a lot of saying. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they should have made it. I, I don't think the gap in the market was there or the gap in the market wasn't the size and shape that they thought it was. And if there was a gap in the market, they haven't filled it and they've just created a problem, a long-term problem. We thought this was one better than Basil the Great Mouse Detective and one less than Fan- uh, Fantasia. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no, hang on, no, no, hang on. What does this mean? Does that mean the scores are swapped or the position of those is swapped? Uh, the order. Okay, so uh, we... No, yeah, the order in which they I think released, we yeah, I, think, I think we scored it one less than Dumbo, not Fantasia. Yeah, that sounds right. Dumbo. Yeah. yeah Dumbo uh, one more than Three Caballeros? What? Well, you know, we love Three Caballeros, but is it a great film? There was, there was some janky no, bits. No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just good fun, isn't it? Song of the South, though, is it's... Um, 
equivalent. It's, yeah. Any favourite bits? Uh, well, the one everyone's talking about is the meat sandwich, and I personally, this isn't my favourite bit because I hated that. The thought of it made me cringe, mm-hmm. and I also don't think it's a realistic solution to a problem. Yeah, the whole point of, of a sandwich was that you stopped you getting stuff yeah. on your hand. It's not about yeah. the actual bread anyway. Yeah. It's when Buzzer's wings came out. Yeah. Magical mm-hmm. times. <laughs> it's the little look of delight when he asks uh, Socks to solve uh, Crystal Fusion and he, he goes, oh, like something I can get my teeth into. I liked that. Yeah, that is nice. I, I like the whole um, Hawthorne life piece. Um, oh, yeah. Because that can be a favourite bit, even if it makes you sad, I think. Yeah. I think it's allowed to be. It's nicely done. Hmm. Good. I'm glad you remember that because when I just put getting older and dying, <laughs> uh, that wasn't. Were you just pondering your own that, existence? Uh, that wasn't enough of a prompt for me. And this um, film is so long, I'd feel like I'm getting older. I'd have been and racking dying. my brains, going, "What? What was? What, what is this bit?" But yeah. So that brings us to the end of this this episode, mm. um, which is running in at around 50 minutes. That's yeah. all right. Did we say we'd do a short one? one? That's yeah. short for uh, for, for this, I guess. This is, yeah, Not yeah. as short as we planned. It but. was my history, I think. Hmm. Um, well, we've no plans at the moment for another show, have we? So we'll just have to see what, what we do. But we do do the DLP show live every Sunday at 8.30 on YouTube. And it comes out as a podcast as well. So if you're interested in DLP, but also loads of other Disney stuff as well. That's just, Disney, Disneyland Paris, in case you didn't yes, know. thank you. Just come and uh, <clears throat> come and get involved in that. Lucy hosts it. She does a good job most of the time. And uh, <laughs> When she's not <laughs> drunk. She's me a look of death. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Lucy also puts a lot of uh, very interesting um, videos up there as well. Yeah, and we're scared to do those now yeah. because people are so used to they seeing like her that they'll be like, who's he? No, yeah. join in, guys, join in. We might do. I uh, uh, will eventually. Uh, there is a plan for us to do other things, but we just don't know what or when we're going to do them. Lucy still hits the, the microphone on a regular basis. <laughs> Whack. Um, and we also have a Patreon as well. Um, just we, we, We've got one Patreon, one Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. A Patreon uh, account. And we do a live show for Patreon every week after the DLP show. Most weeks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> apart from when we're recording things like this. Yeah. So there we go. That's all the stuff that we do, isn't it? Yeah. I've been drinking rum. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm driving. I've got to drive back to the other wing. Where the can they find us? You can find us everywhere. Just search for 37 Disney Street. Ooh, yeah. we have merch. We do have merch as well. If you we have non-branded merch specific to our Disneyland Paris show. Well, to this as well, because one of them is what's in your tiki cup. Yes, which we didn't do on this show. We don't have time. We originated <laughs> we originated yeah. on this show, but we do it every week on the other show now. Mm-hmm. That's evolution for you. Yeah, man. And on that note, it's a beautiful thing. I think, I think we're done out. We're just rambling now, so I'm, I'm going to uh, press the stop button and say goodbye, but not in that order. Goodbye. To infinity. Adios!